Welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Do not forget to follow me on the Twitter at RMK Madness. That's right, RMK Madness. Follow. Lots of stuff on there. Anyway, how's everybody doing? Everybody having a good week so far? Everybody ready for the weekend? I had a pretty good week myself. I mean, given all the shit going on, I'll get into that in a second. But exciting to see that the NHL may be on its way back with a very cool playoff system. And, yeah, I did some rearranging in my house because, well, now that the youngest one is three, we figured it's about time that he start sleeping in the same room as his brother. We want them to have the same room for a while. We don't have a lot of space here. And we could really use that fucking spare room is what I was thinking early on in the week. I'm thinking I could set up an awesome podcast area and have space for my wife to do her workouts. So that's what we did. Transferred the youngest one's stuff into the other one's bedroom and they already have bunk beds. It's already a bunk bed in there, so they're good to go. And the first night was pretty simple. Last night, a little bit more rough. (laughs) But we got it done. We got uh, the rearranging done. Got everything moved. I got a podcast area set up. Now, it's more of a backup podcast area. But it's nice to have. So I'm very happy after all the movement. It was a lot of work. A lot of work. (laughs) Because we moved shit from the one boy's room into the other boy's room. And then we had to move some of the stuff in there into the other room. And then we had to move a bunch of shit like a desk, giant ass heavy desk from our bedroom into the little space, which is now a little office slash work air out area. And plus now we got a bunch of extra space in our bedroom. So it all worked out great. It was nice, but it was some work. Boy, did I smoke a lot of weed after that. <sighs> yeah. So anyway... Going into the weekend, we've got COVID updates, kind of, because we still need to be safe, people. I don't know about anybody else. I was at the grocery store this morning, had to go pick up some medication for my wife because she was having some issues in the middle of the night uh, pertaining to her kidney stone. Not fun, man, those things. I mean, I don't know personally, but they don't look fun. But so I was at the grocery store getting a few things, everybody wearing masks. I'm like, good, good, much appreciated. Because we're over 100,000 deaths, you know. And it was reported, I read a report over the week that said that only three states, three, opened safely. Like, according to the guidelines and and, and all of that by the CDC. Anyway, I live in Colorado, which is at the very lower end, who is one of the least safe opening But it was New York. I should have wrote the damn states down. But even then, New York's doing it safely. But they still can't fully open. That was one of the hardest hit states. Well, the hardest hit state. So they can't just fully reopen even as safe as they're doing it. Just stuff we got to keep in mind, I think. I think we got a long way to go. And I'm not going to get into a lot of detail. Okay? But... For work-related reasons, my wife had to go see her doctor to see what what the deal is. And her doctor essentially said, 
it's going to be a while before we get a vaccine. And this thing isn't going away. And if you're high risk, you should probably not be around people, essentially. I don't know about any of you, but I trust the doctors. Now, not all of them. I know. Let's not get into, maybe, maybe eventually, but not going to get into the whole, you know, pharmaceutical companies and doctors doing certain things because they get money for it. I get all that. But when it comes to some serious shit like this, I'm liable to trust most, especially my wife's doctor. So that to me says, just y'all better buckle up, man. Anybody who thinks this is over and done with, they're out of their fucking minds. And I'm going to keep saying so. And now fucking Trump is all over Twitter trying to put a halt on them because they fucking said, just simply made a fact check thing on his fucking tweets. Because why? Because he's full of shit. And then he's going to get all pissed off. Like, I, I swear, I've rarely seen adults act like such fucking crybabies, such kids. Like, you Trump supporters really fucking think this dude is like your god. He's a fucking crybaby. Twitter fact-checked me. I don't do Now we gotta do something about that. We gotta do something about this. Gonna have to put out an executive order. On the Twitter. Because they had to fact-check my stuff. I have never... What a bitch. I've been always getting so fucking butthurt. Drives me nuts. Alright, I'm gonna chill before I really go. <laughs> I'm gonna save my anger for the whole of George Lloyd thing. This is some sad shit. I'm a white dude. I don't quite understand what it is that people go, black people go through, and other minorities, and even women. I do not understand. I'm a white male. But I very much empathize and sympathize and want to help because it's bullshit. I've said it many a times. My story, my background, I come from a very, very diverse background as far as I grew up with friends from all sorts of different ethnical backgrounds. I learned at a very young age that you don't judge someone by the color of their skin, by their beliefs, their background. Are they an asshole? Okay, if they're not an asshole, then maybe you can get along with them. If they're an asshole, then just leave them be. Because I hate to tell you, white asshole people, racist motherfuckers, there's a lot worse white people that I've met than of any other race. Most fucked up people I've ever met in my life, white. And I'm not saying <laughs> that my own race is the most evil race, but it sure does feel that way, doesn't it? Because that was some bullshit. I talked about the whole George Lloyd thing a little bit on the previous podcast. But man, so much shit has happened since then. Like those fucking cops got terminated. Did they get arrested? Did they get put in jail? No. You got protests going on, which I'm not the biggest one for, you know, riots and stuff like that. But then you read into it and look who's fucking started the riot. And hey, if you think about it, they really, if they really want to start rioting over this shit, who, are, who is anybody to blame him? I saw several great tweets over this defense. All these people going, yeah. Well, that's that's a great way, you know, to, to get justice 
is to go out and loot and rob and break stuff. It's like, fuck you, dude. Number one, <laughs> Boston Tea Party? Number two, I do believe people like Colin Kaepernick were trying to peacefully protest this shit, and y'all didn't like that either. I saw that on a tweet. I need to start remembering these to give credit. <laughs> but somebody tweeted that out. Like, yeah, great fucking point. They tried the peaceful protest. Y'all bitched about that. Hey, man, it gets to a point where you got to do what you got to do. And I more than anybody understand that. Particularly in this fucking reason. And then you got the, she should have had guns. Should have had guns like the white dudes. White dudes didn't get fucked with because they had guns. No, white dudes didn't get fucked with because they were white dudes. You see the video of the crowd of white protesters all up in the policeman's face and shit? But the black protesters in Minneapolis? Tear gas. You don't see a fucking difference? If you don't, you're blind. Blind and ignorant. And get the fuck out of here. And these Murica motherfuckers. You don't like it? Just leave. Just leave. You fucking leave, bitch. These motherfuckers wear hats that say make America great again. Meaning they feel that there's something wrong with America. But then when other people question America or have complaints about the country they live in, their response is... Fucking leave. You leave, motherfucker. You're the one saying, make America great again because you don't think it's great. And hey, guess what? It's not. I agree on that front. You're trying to make it a different America. You go fuck yourself. You've got complaints. I've got complaints. Don't tell me to leave or any of these fucking black people or other minorities to leave. They have just as much right to fucking be here. And I'm fucking tired of this shit. I'm to the point, I hope I don't run into these motherfuckers outside. I don't even leave the house that much. But when I do, I pray I do not run into one of these motherfuckers because I'll go the fuck off. <sighs> All right. Apologies. Can't help it. It's bullshit. There's too much wrong in this fucking country. Our president's making it worse. This virus isn't going away. Like, do people not realize the trouble this country is in right now? Fuck, man. But we can only do our part, right? We just got to do our part. Maybe if enough of us do that, things will turn out all right. But that's what I got. That's I'm done with the open. I'm done ranting and raving. I'm calming down. I'm going to smoke some weed on the quick little break to just... Quell, quell the anger a little bit because I know I get worked up, man. Shit pisses me off. It really does. And I feel bad when, you know, black people, like, how are they supposed to look at us? Like, I saw a good comment like, hey, it's not all white people. Yeah, but how, how am I supposed to love you when your brother hates me? And I don't think that's the greatest analogy because I don't get along with all my family members. And first of all, I don't consider a lot of motherfuckers my brother. Number one, you got to be real cool for me to consider you my brother. So just because we same skin color, you know, this goes back to the same thing. You're stereotyping because stereotype, I understand 
How are you supposed to res- how are you supposed to really love other white people when some white people treat you like shit? Because the other white people aren't those that are treating you shit. There's white people that aren't racist, aren't prejudiced. They're completely different people. Just because they're white doesn't mean shit. So that's where I think this gets gets a little lost and where I don't necessarily agree with all due respect to, again, I got to fucking start writing down when I see these tweets, I got to start writing down people's names so I can give them credit. But no respect to you, my man. I understand what you're trying to say. How do I love you when your brother hates me? But you can't look at all white people like we're brothers. Because I guarantee you, there is a huge fucking divide among us white motherfuckers. There's the people like me, and there's the racist bitch-ass motherfuckers too. Okay? We ain't brothers. Let me, let's get that straight. Those motherfuckers are my enemy just as much as any other enemy. In my opinion. So that's all I got. I'm done. Done rant for now. We'll be back in a few minutes. I got something fun. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. We're going to chat about some Skinwalker Ranch in just a sec. Be back. Did you see the memo about this? All right. I'm back. I'm back. The Mad Chata is back. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I feel a little better. I mean, in general, I still have that anger about me. It's hard not to. Especially when you see the president tweeting things like calling the rioters thugs. And when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And he's he's talking so much shit about the Minneapolis mayor. And like... I just... In a way, it makes me more mad. But on the other hand, I'm like, oh, you fucked. If there was any, any black people consider, still considering voting for Trump, I bet they aren't now. Thugs. Not a good word to be using, Mr. President. Not a good word. Sometimes it, it, the one thing about our president is that uh, he tends to put his foot in his mouth a lot, which doesn't seem to bother his supporters, which is truly crazy. That It just blows my mind. But, but he, do, he does. He doesn't let anybody like check him, so he just says whatever the fuck he wants, and that was a mistake. I'm telling you, thugs, there was a basketball player, or a basketball coach, not too long ago. Who the hell was that? I think he was coaching the Nets. Good basketball coach. But he made a comment about how they were playing like thugs. And he didn't mean anything by it. He just thought they were, you know, they were, you know, not playing the way he wanted them to play. And they were, you know, (laughs) he didn't mean it in a really terrible way. But those dudes on that team, oh boy, did not like being called thugs. Can you blame them? So the president might have got himself in a little bit of trouble with that one. And he should have. Look, dude doesn't want people around to check him. He wants to be able to say whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, well that comes at a price. I know that. I always say whatever the fuck I want. Sometimes it comes at a price. Because sometimes people don't appreciate 
honest shit. And I'm not saying Trump's being honest because he's a fucking liar. Like, but that's the problem. He's a liar. He's instigating shit. He's putting this shit up. Like, he needs to get the fuck out of there. And our best chance is that he keeps fucking up and keeps fucking up like this. You know? He just turned any black voters left against him. <laughs> like, maybe. I can't say that for sure. But I know that's that's not a good word to use, man. And the tone and the way you're acting and then trying to throw George Lloyd's memory in there as as though you really care. I mean, it's just people see right through that shit. And black people are pissed and they should be. I'm right there with them. But moving on. We just <laughs> I'll get off I'll get off the subject. We'll get into some Skinwalker Ranch. I just think it's important because we got to get the Americans in trouble, people. And we got to get this dude out of office. Or it's going to get much, much worse. Anyway, anyway, moving on to Skinwalker Ranch. Yay! This is a site located in Utah. It's over 500 acres. And it's a giant ranch. It has three homesteads, okay? A lot of activity happens around these homesteads, Okay? There's a lot of fucking crazy stories. I'm not going to get into all of them because you need to go check this, these shows and documentaries and stuff that I'm going to get into in a second. You need to check this stuff out to really get a grasp on everything there is to know about Skinwalker Ranch. But this is a place that is just kind of a hot spot for all sorts of paranormal, mysterious activity, um... They've had scientists there, government people there, military there, um, just all sorts of stuff. The first guy who owned it, I believe, was is a rancher, Terry, Terry something. <laughs> Do I have his name written down? I should have his fucking name written down. Oh yeah, there it is, Terry Sherman. So the first owner, right? And then Robert Bigelow who's a, a pretty well-known name in the space and UFO circles because he doesn't work with, you know, working on space stuff. He gets a lot into the UFO stuff. He bought the ranch, owned it at one time, worked with the government on investigating that. Not a lot of information has come from that. Jeremy Corbell's Skinwalker Ranch documentary has some good stuff, but there's a lot that we don't know from what they found out during that time. He then sold it, uh, Bigelow did, who is also of To The Stars, if you know that, with uh, dude Tom DeLong from Blink-182. Um, Luis Alessandro, who was on that one. Um, damn, what was the show called? But it was a show that was out last year, and it was about basically the, the secret UFO program that the Pentagon had and the videos that had come out a couple years ago. So there was a show on that. Luis Alessandro, he's part of the To The Stars. So the big, big company... Of these different peoples working together on UFO stuff. And he sold it to this new guy, Brandon Fugel. Fugel. And he's the one that's kind of on the show on the History Channel. So the shows that you can watch are that one. There's one on the History Channel. I mean, you can find lots of stuff on Skinwalker Ranch. But the two... Well, the show on History Channel I'm watching now. Skinwalker Ranch. 
it's basically a bunch of scientists researching that. Now, it's kind of weird because it almost feels like when you're watching it that these scientists and, and these and these security people, all the people involved in this project, when the camera's on, it's like they're they're trying to be themselves, but they're also trying to... Like, they know the fucking camera's there. <laughs> and sometimes you can tell they know it's there just by the way they're acting. It, it's kind of funny. Goddamn garage doors. <laughs> but so there's... They've been researching. It started out. They brought in the one guy, Travis. Uh, they got a couple security guys there. Um, they've got the, a couple living at one of the homesteads. So, and in, in, in the episode so far, there's been like six, seven... You've seen some crazy shit where they are getting these strange detections of radioactivity. They're, they go through and they do this um, test where they're trying to tell if there's anything underground. And so they're getting, by like sonar, these images underground, but then they bring in drillers to kind of dig and see, and they're not really finding anything. So there's all this mysterious stuff going on, and then they have a fucking llama that gets attacked by, they can't tell, some creature, and they have a cow that dies out of fucking nowhere. They see a mysterious disc in the sky, a UFO. They see it a few different times. These are scientists. And they know that's no plane, that's no this, what the fuck is that? There was also a part in that same episode where they saw the UFO, they're sending a weather balloon up and it's because they're getting this, like, these spikes like up in the air above the ranch and when that balloon hit about that area in the sky <laughs> camera went out a lot of crazy stuff going on at the skinwalker ranch one of the security guys thomas he seems to be affected by the ranch when crazy shit starts happening he seems to get affected and one time so bad he had to go to the hospital because part of his like inside of his like brain enlarged like it just it gets swollen there's a fucking crazy x-ray it looks like a giant knot on his fucking head but is and he has he's been affected by events at the skinwalker ranch and if you want to get more into it jeremy corbell has a documentary skinwalker ranch and there's some pretty cool video in here but there's a lot of good stories from science like, that's the thing with this place, is it's held a lot, I mean, it's had a lot of scientists around it, right? And it doing investigating, researching, and the scientists, very smart people who deal with logic and reasoning, are they're fucking baffled, baffled. And that's why we got to talk about some of these stories, because they're fucking crazy. Now, like I said... I'm not going to get into all of the stories, all of the information, because then you would not want to watch the doc or the show on history. You got to check that shit out. So, just like, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a teaser, you know, just wet the lips, just wet the lips a little bit, just wet the lips with some good spooky stuff. To get you to go watch this stuff. I'm not promoting this because I'm like, know these fucking people or I get anything. I just love, well, first of all, I love anything paranormal, UFO related. I'm very open-minded. I'm very much a believer in that. We just, 
are not aware of the entirety of reality. I also feel, like I've explained before, there's no way there's not other life in this universe. And I've explained why. Ten billion years between beginning and life on Earth. Universe begins. Ten billion years later, life on Earth. Ten billion years. Long time, yes? Plenty of time for other life forms, no? If you ask me, there's probably several that have come and gone in that time. But I digress. The Skinwalker stuff is interesting because it's a little bit of everything, you know? There's mysterious stuff, paranormal stuff, you got the UFO stuff, dimensions. And this is why it's such... It's such a spot for, like, great study, for research, why everybody wants to look into it, because there's so much crazy shit... You see UFOs in the sky, okay. You have a haunted house. You live in a house that's kind of haunted. Maybe you hear some shit every once in a while. Maybe you've seen a ghost. I have not actually seen one. I've just heard them doing stuff. <laughs> when I was a very little boy, I heard a ghost peeing in the bathroom. Now, I knew for 100% sure there was no one in that bathroom. But just in case, I sat up to see if anybody would come out the bathroom. I can't tell you how long I fucking sat there staring at that door, that open fucking bathroom door. Where there's a little bit of a wall that just hides the toilet. And I kept looking and waiting. Nothing came out. But something sure as hell peed in there. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But so there's some crazy shit that goes, goes on here. Ter Terry Sherman, the first owner, he dealt with a whole list of stuff. But th this included cattle mutilations. Um, obviously strange lights in the sky. He had one time where he confronted this wolf creature. I can't remember if it was attacking cows or sheep. It was attacking in a, like it was at one of the fences trying to get after animals. And he comes at it with a gun and shoots it several times with a gun and it's fucking not doing anything. I mean, that's some creepy shit. There's also another situation where they had like this big metal bin and it was near where, where the cows were. And he comes out to find all of his cows are crammed in this fucking metal bin. Now, how, how does that happen? All these fucking cows herded and slammed into this fucking... That's insane. During the time when Robert Bigelow owned the ranch, there's some stories... They come out and, you know, the documentary and stuff from some of the scientists and things like that. And one of them is, and there's even some crazy video of like a weird creature on this, on this documentary, Jeremy Corbell's Skinwalker documentary. And the scientist is describing, no, this is a scientist. He's not gone crazy. This is a very smart dude who, you know, scientists are like, their brains are built to observe. So that's what this dude's doing. And he sees fucking midair, a portal open up horizontally and a creature begins to crawl out of it before going back in and the portal closing up. That's freaky shit! And I'm sorry, but if this is coming from a scientist who's like, I, I know, I can't believe my fucking eyes, but yeah. <laughs> I'm more liable to, you know, 
Because the thing is, is you, you, you can, with paranormal and UFO type of stuff, you could sit there if you're a skeptic and say, oh, they're this, oh, they're this, or they're seen. A lot harder to do when you have multiple credible witnesses such as, you know, pilots, police officers, scientists, people who are trained to observe and who know, you know what I mean? It, it's a lot harder to shout their testimony down. But it's crazy shit. Creatures, portals from another dimension, possibly. This ranch is just fucking loaded with crazy events just happening. And some pretty good stuff. I very it's if anything, it's very interesting because you if you have an open mind and you're curious about this kind of stuff, this is a perfect fit because it's got such, like I said, a combination of different kinds of stuff. It's not just UFOs, you know. It's pretty crazy. It's a pretty crazy and interesting place. I highly advise you getting on Netflix, checking this stuff out. Well, the documentary is on Netflix. Uh, the show, you might have to have History Channel to watch. But I highly advise checking this stuff out. It's worth it. It's interesting as hell. And a uh, little spooky, if you like the spooky stuff. So, there you go. Got a little bit of Skinwalker talk in. Skinwalker chatter. Because, uh, yeah. I really dig that stuff. And I think, for those of you who are open-minded, you will too. Alright, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to take a few puffs. I'm going to get everything set up. We're going to close this fucker out. Close this show down. Close up shop, if you know what I mean. And have ourselves a weekend. What do you say? May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. That's right. That's right. We're going to close up shop. Get the fuck on out of here. But I'm so glad you could join me for another episode. And again, I hope you all had a great week. And you're ready for a great weekend. Let's stay safe out there. Masks. All that good stuff, people. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay vigilant. And keep an eye out for those assholes. Those Trumpers. And these racist bastards. Because they're fucking everywhere. And they suck balls. So keep an eye out for them. Okay? You gotta be careful. Fucking cop. I don't even want to get pulled over right now. And I'm white. <laughs> like, there, there is some crazy shit going on in this country. I hope it works itself out. We all got to do our part. Like I said, let's all do our part. Black folks, minorities. I know it doesn't mean as much. Or maybe it does. But there is a large, large section of white people like myself that have your fucking back pitchforks and everything because fuck this okay fuck Trump fuck the Trumpers fuck these racist bigots fuck all of them I've had enough and hopefully we get this bitch out of the office in a few months and we can try and make America great again for real <laughs> you know Anyway, I don't got shit going on this weekend. You know me. I'm staying the fuck on. I'm staying the fuck. Blah, 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 blah. Boy, I can't talk. That's fucking. Blah. <laughs> well, I made it most of the show without 
getting all tongue-tied. So that's not too bad, I guess. But this weekend, I don't have much going on. Just more weed and Legos. Y'all know me. I ain't going nowhere. Staying home. What I was trying to say. Staying home during this pandemic. Because it's not gone yet. And I'm sure we'll get outside a little bit. Have a little fun in the sun. Safely. We like to hang out on our little porch. It's a little fenced-in porch next to our town home. And we got a little basketball hoop out there. Like to do nice little trick shots. It's one of the kids' ones, so it's great for trick shots. And we have a good time out there. Kids like to draw chalk on the on the boards on the deck. But we have a good time. We have a good time. And I'll probably smoke a lot of weed. Build a lot of Legos, because the kids are super into that now. <laughs> so that's probably what my weekend will consist of. Weed, Legos, and fun in the sun. Safe. All safe. And again, keep your fucking eyes open. There's crazy shit going on in the world right now. And this, this country in particular is a fucking mess. But my wife was, was spot on. Well, she actually stole it from some. She saw it on social media when she the whole 2020 is Jumanji thing. <laughs> she apparently saw that on social media. I did not know. I was just stealing it from my wife because it's my wife. But it's true. Pandemic, murder hornets, monkeys on bikes stealing kids, giant rats, all this shit. 2020 has been crazy. It's been fucked up. We got to find a way to survive it. So everybody, keep your fucking eyes open. Because you never know when that next level of Jumanji is going to just fucking... Pfft, and then, bam, what else we got now, huh? Flying angry horses? Huh? Rabid cows? Maybe we got rabid cows running around everywhere? Huh? What the fuck is next? Maybe it starts raining diamonds? There is a planet that essentially does rain diamonds, which is pretty fucking crazy. But you never know what's going to come next because 2020 is fucked. <laughs> so please be safe. Be safe out there. Stay vigilant. And let's get through this weekend. Let's have a good time. Let's get through 2020. Shit, we just got to get... But for now, day at a time, right? One day at a motherfucking time. So enjoy your weekend. Thank you once again for joining me. This has been the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Don't forget to follow me on the Twitter, at RMK Madness. And hey, we'll chat again soon in a few days, all right? Cool. 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 Stay safe, motherfuckers. And we'll chat again soon. Peace out!